Welcome to Spew, Spectrum People Enjoying Wizardry. I'm Quirinus, and I have Asperger's Syndrome. I'm Lavender, and my daughter, Abby Kadabi, has nonverbal autism. And I now call this first meeting of Spew to order. Welcome to SPEW, guys. Um, we're going to start each of our meetings off with new business. Um, since this is our first episode, I guess we should kind of go over a little bit of what the show is going to be. SPEW is just a couple of friends who both have been affected by autism and Harry Potter and are wanting to share stories w- with you. And we want to hear your stories, so we'll have a f- segment for that later on. Um, but I guess to get things started, you have any highs or lows you want to share from this week? Let's see. Um, or month? Not really lows this week. We were all kind of we were all kind of sick throughout the week in my house. Well, uh, I had a job offer doing something that would not involve customer service, but it was like super part-time, so I had to pass on it. Ooh, a high and a low. Ooh, that's rough, man. I guess the high of the week would be um, Abby has been really honing in on her communication iPad, and she's been using it a lot more consistently in formulating whole sentences with it. It's been really cool. It's been oh, really that's cool. Good. We have not she said how old is she? She'll be nine in May, so not too far away. Okay. That's actually an interesting transition then, because I was actually diagnosed when I was nine. nine. We think. We were trying to figure it out. It was either eight or nine. Yeah, I went in, um, through Vanderbilt Children's Hospital, I believe, um, but I was diagnosed with Asperger's Syndrome. Um, which is a form of high-functioning autism, but it was, you know, when they reclassified everything as autism spectrum disorder, it was lumped in with that. Um, But most people who have been diagnosed with it um, still use Asperger's syndrome. You actually hear a lot of people refer to themselves as Aspies, which I don't like. Oh, you don't don't like like. it? It's weird. I don't like abbreviations. I've I've definitely heard Aspie used before, but I I never heard you use it. Um, It also went when I uh, went... When I was diagnosed, um, they did IQ testing and stuff, and I was kind of on that cusp between average and above average. Um, but I actually my re- my reading ability, my comprehension level, was actually tested at a thirteenth grade level, which means freshman in college. Yeah. What about you and Abby? What was the diagnosis process like for you guys? So, she was actually diagnosed at Vanderbilt Children's Hospital as well, or through them, I should say, and uh, she was diagnosed pretty young. She was diagnosed at about two and a half, two and a half, three years old. Um, She had a serious regression of speech. She had a few words at about that time, which was normal for her age, and then we just, they just 
regressed. They did just that. They regressed. So we went to Vanderbilt. We got the official autism spectrum disorder diagnosis. Um, and we are actually, we're about to get our first IQ test done through schools. That, in next month, actually. It happens next month. Um, just because now she's at that age where it could be a little more accurate than, you know, when she was two and a half or even five. Right. I think probably my biggest symptoms um, definitely is communication-based. I have a hard time um, talking with people in general. I don't make eye contact usually. I generally just nod my head in agreeance and don't actually respond to a lot of people. I, I don't make a lot of friends. You're probably one of the few people I talk to after never seeing on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, I hate metaphors. I know. <laughs> uh, I do have a few ticks. Um, I, I do the hand flapping, I do something where I press my hands against my face. Um, generally, I think I do a good job of controlling that in public, but then when I get home or about an hour to calm down, lots of pacing and flapping, I pace a lot. I do have some extreme focuses on movies, animation, special effects in general, acting. I have, I make a Try to make a whole bunch of different types of YouTube videos, from fact videos to special effects videos. Um, you can find me at youtube.com slash backwardbarbecue. That's spelled B-C-K-W-R-D-B-B-Q. I think as far as my symptoms go, that's I've got, you know, most all of the major ones, but not anything that other than communication with others that tend to be a well, real hindrance. Well, on our side... In the Abby Lavender household, the symptoms are, of course, with symptoms, you know, with it being autism spectrum disorder, symptoms are going to be different for everybody. We all know that. And, you know, of course, the biggest symptom is going to be Abby's just lack of verbal communication. She will make some noises. She hums a lot. And we call it singing, where she just, you know, makes a lot of vowel sounds and different pitches. Um, and here lately, she's been echoing random one-word things that we say. Like, she said, she said chicken for the first time the other night. Um, but that would be the biggest symptom. She does have some other behavioral symptoms that we're always working on. I'm sorry. I just remembered the movie Radio where he just starts repeating chicken over and over again. She's also got a lot of sensory processing. I don't want to call it a disorder because it it, it doesn't hinder her too much, but a lot of sen she processes a lot of sensory stuff different than a lot of people would. She has a big swing that she loves to spin. She oh she loves to spin and a lot of a lot of kids with autism do. She loves to spin and she she hand flaps too. She used to tiptoe walk too, but I'm I'm glad she doesn't do that anymore. I think I used to do that a little bit, but not a lot. You know that yeah. sound that backpacks make when they rub against brick? Yeah. 
we should insert a sound clip of it here. <laughs> oh. No, 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 no. No. I do not like no. ASMR at all. No. It's- During school, I know I had, well, my mom was constantly fighting with my teachers um, of them not wanting to modify my work. Um, because I, I understood the stuff. I just wasn't good at testing or homework or, you know, any of the ways to prove that I knew how to do it. Um, right. Like, I had the hardest time with math. The concept of memorizing times tables made absolutely no sense to me. Because math is supposed to be a problem-solving thing. So as soon as I passed the basic level of math, I was able to move on to algebra. Suddenly, I could do math and was good at it. It was teaching the class. <laughs> um, I didn't know you were good at algebra. Kind of, sort of. But then, I was also, I didn't know exactly, but I was in not special ed classes, but classes, it was kind of like the in-between ones where all the, they put all the ADHD kids in the same class, which that doesn't make any sense, but I was always in the classes with the ADHD kids because I had an IEP and that, that was not good for me. Oh, and I did have like, I did go to speech therapy throughout elementary school. I think a little bit in middle school. Cause I, I guess I know talk good. Yeah. I don't know if it's related or not. Probably. We've had, um, we've had an IEP for Abby ever since she's, first been in the school system period <laughs> um and my opinion as a mother of course is that it's very super necessary and very in, involved with her school I don't necessarily have to fight with teachers um I haven't yet at least and I, I know I'm very lucky in that sense <laughs> um <clears throat> but we we definitely have an IP she's been in speech for about four years four or five years, which has led us to the iPad now, the communication iPad. We call it her words. If she's trying to tell us something and and she doesn't have her iPad with her and she's trying so hard to tell us what it is, we're like, go get your words. Come on, let's get your words. She's doing really good with that. I hate it when people say use my words. My, my brother does that on purpose when I can't <laughs> think of what I'm trying to say. He's like, use your words. Right. Just because he knows it, it irritates me. me. All right. Then at this point, we're going to take a short little break, and we're going to go visit Jeffrey over at Gringotts, and we'll be right back. This is Jeffrey, the financial advisor for SPEW at Gringotts Bank. And now we return to SPEW. And welcome back. Uh, at this point in the show, uh, we would like to answer owl mail and howlers from the listeners. Um, we don't have any this week, uh, except for some very dirty junk mail. Um, <laughs> uh, beyond that, though, if, if you would like to send us a owl mail for us to read on the show, um, you can send that to spewcast at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to send us a howler, um, which we definitely prefer, um, you can just call 407-706-SPEW or 407-706-7739. Uh, 
Uh, we, we just want to hear your stories, be it about autism, Harry Potter, or both. And we, we don't care if you use your real names. If you want to use a Harry Potter alias like us, go right ahead. Of course. Next thing we're going to do is we're going to check the Daily Prophet. And we've got a couple news stories for you. I've got one real quick one. Fantastic Beast 3 has been pushed back. They're not filming till the fall. It was supposed to start filming this summer. Um, so that may push back the release another year. Boo. Our big story, though, this month is about Amanda Donaldson. Uh, she was um, J.K. Rowling's personal assistant for about three years before she was fired last year. Basically, J.K. Rowling's husband, Dr. Neil Murray, found that Miss Donaldson had stolen approximately 23,000 pounds through various means. Um, about 10,000 of that was on a credit card. About 1,600 of that was at Starbucks. There's about 1,400 at a perfume company. And 2,000 in cash withdrawal. Withdrawals. I don't think that's a real word. <laughs> but the part I thought was the most interesting is about 3,000 pounds of that was merchandise that she was supposedly sending to fans. One of those was a 500-pound train set, Hogwarts Express train set, that she had supposedly sent to a fan. Um, a $2,000 Wizards collection, which I'm not, or sorry, 2,000 pound wizard collection i'm not sure what that is if that was a book set or what or why it was valued at that and actually also a 400 pound valued copy of beatles the bard uh which there was a few rare copies of that so i'm assuming that was like a signed copy or something um so those went missing and also apparently she took seven thousand pounds of worth of foreign currency from the safe so this lawsuit is ongoing. Um, so far, it seems like they've just been going through each individual credit card purchase, to which she's pretty much responding that every single one of them was bought for clients or public relations or for hotels they stayed at, that she would um, take them to dinners and make baskets and just various things that are business um, purposes, which. She's claiming she was never actually told what the card was used for, so she was making all of these purchases the way right. she thought was for the best for the business of it. But that does not explain the 500 pounds value train set either. Um, and then she's she's turning around and trying to make it sound like working for her was horrible because she was. When she was busy writing, you did not want to interrupt her and that she would apparently terrify the other people that worked there. So this is an interesting ongoing case. Um, the next court date for this is actually January 31st, which as of recording has not happened yet, but would have happened by the time this episode goes out. So I guess I'll give you an update on this next month. I'm just picturing... J.K. Rowling, like, in her study, writing, 
all moodily and somebody like knocking on the door and her flying into a rage. It doesn't make me mad. That is an artist at work. You shouldn't disturb an artist at work. I was trying to think of a good Scrooge, Scrooge quote, quote, and I couldn't come up with anything. If you please, Mr. Scrooge, it's gotten colder. Yeah. Any bookkeeping staff would like to have an extra shovel full of coal for the fire? We can't do the bookkeeping. Yeah, all of our pens have turned to inksicles. Yeah. Our assets are frozen. How would the bookkeepers like to be suddenly... Unemployed! This is my island in the sun. I need to convince them once again, Mr. Scrooge. I mean, I can see most of that credit card stuff probably or possibly being used for business expense, can't you? Yes, but there's definitely things in there that are questionable. Yeah, that, that one's interesting. I think I saw something about puppies, oh. but I couldn't find <laughs> any more details on that. Two puppies. That's cats? even better. It may have been cats. Farm cats. Helen. I think that's about all we've got for this episode. Um, be sure to follow us on social media. Um, Facebook at facebook.com slash spewcast. Um, Twitter at Spectrum People. Please send us a howler at 407-706-SPEW or send us some owl mail at spewcast at gmail.com. No, we love to hear from you. Uh, Write us, tweet us, whatever you want to do. We do love howlers. Reach out to us, guys. Until next time, I'm Queerness. And I'm Lavender. And as Luna Lovegood said, Don't worry, you're just as sane as I am.